spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. So here we go. You better buckle up, Buttercup. And a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. Yeah, come on in, man. We've got a lot of things to talk about today on a Friday. 23 degrees in the heart of the beautiful Hall of Fame city at the corner of 6th and Market in Canton, Ohio. How y'all doing today? My name is JT. Kenny's got the day off. This is the Friday edition of the Kenny and JT show. So just let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Apparently they're saying we're going to get some more of this white stuff up until about 7 p.m. tonight, but I'm not worried about it. What did I tell you yesterday? You know, every time they tell, oh, it's going to be three to six inches, stay home, cancel schools. Let me tell you something. When I was a school-age kid, and I had to go to Summit Elementary School, and I had to walk a mile and a half down Fulton Road, uphill, no shoes, in the snow. This ain't snow. You ain't never seen snow. We do know it's kind of chilly outside, and we expect the children to have the day off. Go enjoy yourself. Go sled riding. Go down to the monument. Do whatever you have to do. Isn't it amazing, too? The school's closed, but yet, we still have high school basketball for you tonight. Later on this evening, we got a good one for you tonight. Hoover at Jackson. Uh, we'll switch things over at about 6.30 on the radio, get you ready for that ball game. Should be a good one this evening. But there were some school closings. Not going to read all of them. You know who, was, who had school and who didn't. Pretty much everybody had the day off. But there are some basketball cancellations, Brian. Out in the country. What you got? Yeah. Uh, we'll let you know, too, that the Lake McKinley game, the Glen Oak Perry game, they're on for tonight as well. Right. But Carrollton and Marlington postponed till tomorrow at 730. Mm-hmm. Minerva West Branch postponed till tomorrow at 230. Alliance in Salem was postponed, but no makeup date. And Malvern yes. is not making the trip to Buckeye Trail tonight. No. But they will play February the 20th. What about Green? Oh, no. Down oh, <laughs> down on a river. Furnace Creek Green. Come on, man. Or Franklin Furnace. That's right. One of those two. They're supposed to get a lot of snow. I bet, you I bet you they were. I bet you they were. Them Bobcats yeah. ain't playing in this stuff. No. Why? <laughs> they're, they're working on it like, what, a 2-12 and 12 hey, season? Why would they? Unless they had their, what did Kenny call it? The uh, shovel. The, the What did he call it? Uh, push machine. His push machine. Clear the roads. Get out your push machine. You can tell when somebody has lived in an apartment for a really long time and they forget things like shovel, lawnmower, tools. <laughs> tools. You know what I mean? <laughs> tools, yeah. Isn't it funny? NFL games this weekend, man. We'll get ready. NFL, we're going to give you the games and the lines tomorrow, 4.30 on Espen. Houston Texans at Baltimore Ravens. Uh, don't be surprised if you don't see Dalvin Cook in this game. If you do see him, I mean. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens signed a running back that was with the New York Jets, I believe. Before then, heck, man, he was really good when he was at Minnesota. Don't know what to expect there, but I do know this. Houston Texans and a 430 kickoff in Baltimore 
are getting nine and a half points. And I got to tell you, from what I've seen and all week long, they've been telling us about how great their coach is, D'Amico Ryan. Oh, D'Amico Ryan's read a defense better than anybody. He read an offense so well that he made Joe Flacco look like, well, Joe Flacco. Stand right here. He'll throw an interception to you. Pick six. He's the greatest coach of all time. Rename the Lombardi Award, D'Amico Ryan's Award. But I like him because C.J. Stroud is a baller, man. He makes every throw imaginable, and that's a scary team. Are they the scariest team left in the playoffs? I'm not so sure. But if you're going to give me nine and a half points, I'll look at it. 8-15 game tomorrow night. Green Bay travels to San Francisco, take on the 49ers. That game's going to be on Fox. That line is nine and a half as well. If there are two good young quarterbacks in the league right now, it's Jordan Love of the Packers, C.J. Stroud of the Houston Texans, but you could probably throw in Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy. I'm sorry, Brock Montana. 49ers number one overall seed. I don't know. If I had to take one of the one seeds from the NFC, AFC, I would say that San Francisco makes it to the Super Bowl before Baltimore. We'll find out. Sunday games, 3 o'clock, NBC. Thank goodness. DirecTV now broadcast NBC games. Thank you. Just in time for me to watch Browns get blown out last week. 3 o'clock on Sunday, Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Travel to Detroit. Now, the Lions are a heavy favorite in this game, and they're giving almost a touchdown. Six and a half points to Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And have you heard about the ticket prices? It is probably the most expensive ticket in the history of Detroit. And they're saying some of the ticket prices will rival Super Bowl tickets. It's the first time in the history of Detroit football that they've actually hosted two playoff games. How fun would that be? I mean, we can't get one. Since the Browns came back, they've never won their division. Not even a handful of times have made it to the postseason. The late game on Sunday, 6.30, Kansas City at Buffalo. More snow on the way. CBS Sports. Will we get more Tony Romo? Or will we get more snow Or will we get another broken helmet? Keep my fingers crossed. Still no word from the Hall of Fame, man. Every day I text Mark Miller. Get that helmet yet? Get that helmet yet? It got to the point now where he doesn't even respond anymore. I want to see Patrick Mahomes' broken helmet. I don't know why. But could you imagine if you own that thing? He ends up being a Hall of Famer. That's a good item. That's a collectible How'd you get that helmet? No, I was hanging out with Taylor Swift. (laughs) I saw this helmet that they were going to throw away. Let's face it. 30 years ago, that thing's in the dumpster somewhere. Today, it's a collectible. How much would you be willing to pay for Patrick Mahomes' broken helmet? It's funny. That's your NFL lineup for the weekend. But the big story in these here parts... Or the fact that the Buckeyes are making news again. We learned last night, Ohio State has hired Bill O'Brien as the offensive coordinator. And he will assume play calling duties. And I'm sure he's going to be the quarterback coach. I mean, after all, he helps make Bryce Young a Heisman winner in Alabama. 
So I was thinking to myself, man, who am I gonna Bill O'Brien didn't see this one coming. Last I heard, it was gonna be that candle, the head coach at Toledo. And with all the talk about the transfer portal and who are the Buckeyes going to get? Who did the Buckeyes get? Who did the Buckeyes lose? All of a sudden, Nick Saban decides to retire, effectively reopening the transfer portal for Alabama players. We get their center. We're seeing now there's a tackle that wants out. There's a high-recruited quarterback that wants out. Those kids are allowed to get into the portal, even though it's not open again until, I believe, April 15th. But there's a 30-day window. If your coach resigns, retires, or is fired, and that school effectively gets back into the portal. Now we're hearing other names that might be coming to Ohio State. What a difference a couple of weeks makes. Sky was falling after a loss to Missouri in a cotton bowl that nobody cared about. Transfer portal, you lose your quarterback, he's a starter. Throws over 3,000 yards, 24 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, and decides to leave? I didn't see that coming, but then again, I go back to the press conference after the Michigan game. And Ryan Day was not handing out too many ringing endorsements to not only players, but his coaching staff as well. Take a listen to this. Do you expect to make any changes to your coaching staff after the season? Um, like I said to you before, you know we we got this we got this bowl game to play, um, and we're always going to evaluate it. And you know if there's any updates, then you know I'll give them at the right time. But we're always going to evaluate it after every season and go from there. Brian, you said earlier you're going to sort of evaluate staff after the season. What are the factors, specific factors that you are evaluating, and what's the standard that they're being evaluated against? Yeah, we, we the first thing is you know recruiting. That's that's the number one thing. Um, you you got to recruit your position. It's your job. You're the head coach of your position. You got to make sure that you know that that room is strong um, year in and year out. You know we have a certain amount of depth that we have at each position, and then you know it's your job to make sure that that you know you have um, you know the best that best room in the country. I think that's the other thing that we talk about a lot. And when you're at Ohio State and you're coaching, you know. The wide receivers, it should be wide receiver you. You know, if you're coaching the linebackers, it should be linebacker you, um, because you know this is the best place in the country. And so I think that that's the first thing. I think you know the second thing is um, you know how they how they perform on the field. You know what what type of production are you getting out of your unit? Um, and, and a big part of that is the development. Um, you know, and you know when you, you if you're recruiting really well, and then you're developing your players, then usually you're going to get production. Um, and so, and then the last thing um, is just, you know, what are you bringing schematically to the table? You know, what are you, are you putting your guys in um, in a situation to be successful? And, and that's our job as, as, as coaches. When you make evaluations on a coaching staff, you were asked this earlier, but just generally, like, like uh, uh, Austin was asking about the calendar and stuff, there doesn't seem to be, you know what I mean, a, a really good time until after January the 1st or the 5th or whatever you want to call it, right? I mean, uh, does that make it, I don't know, uncomfortable for you in that respect of you're selling this program, et cetera, but you also want to maybe make some changes? Um, yeah, I mean, you have to take into consideration the timing of everything, yeah. And, um, yeah, so we'll do that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, you go through the season and you work through the season and then, you know, you come up for air and figure out what, you know, what you need to do to fix things and um, how you need to make changes if, if appropriate. Somebody gets to Ryan Day or Ryan Day gets it. 
take your pick. Because at the end of the season, and you hear lip service a lot of times from coaches, coaching staffs, maybe presidents, but we knew Ohio State's getting a new president. We know they now have a new athletic director, and he's gotten a ringing endorsement from, I believe the guy's name is Bjork. And Ryan Day isn't going anywhere. But he's looking at himself in the mirror, and he's looking long and hard. And as we want to say, Ryan Day's on the hot seat. Ryan Day needs knows he needs more help. Now, the good news is this. He knows talent. He can see talent, not only in players, but in his coaching staff as well. And who does he replace with people? People that have head coaching experience. And as he said, your position coaches must be good recruiters, which means even though you had an offensive coordinator in Brian Hartline, and we go back to what's the role of the offensive coordinator? They don't always call plays. Think about that. Brown's offensive coordinator didn't call plays. Ohio State's offensive coordinator don't know if he's ready to call plays. But Brian Hartline, supposedly, or right now anyway, isn't going anywhere. So you bring in Brian Bill O'Brien, and it makes you wonder, okay, this guy, we know some of his stops. We know he was a head coach at Penn State for a year or so, maybe two years, I think. He goes down, he coaches the Texans for a year. Then, all of a sudden... He's off of this Bill Belichick coaching tree, so it got me thinking. Who are the top coaches and how much success did they have in the Belichick coaching tree? So their top 10, Joe Judge. He was a head coach of the Giants, didn't do too well. Matt Patricia, he's the defensive coordinator, I believe now, of the Philadelphia Eagles, but at one point in time was the head coach of the uh, Detroit Lions, didn't do too well. Josh McDaniels, unfortunately, hasn't done well, as a head coach anyway. Romeo Cornell, I love that pizza. With the Browns, the Chiefs, and Texans. Pretty decent uh, career. Not a great record, though, as a head coach. He's only 32 and 63. Eric Mangini. Remember the Mangenius? Or do you just remember in that one episode he was in The Sopranos? Brian Dable, again, head coach of the Giants. Didn't do too well. Al Groh, don't even remember him. He was a head coach at the Jets. Most of these guys were at the Jets. Nick Saban, he coached alongside of him. We know he's one of the greatest coaches of all time. Brian Flores, another pretty decent coach. Head coach of the Dolphins, he was there, about a 500 uh, record. But the number one coach off of the coaching tree of Bill Belichick, which a lot of us think is the greatest coach that ever coached a game of football, except for Arthur Blank, who must need another interview. What the hell's wrong with that guy? He's at the Texans, career record, 52-48, 2-4 in the playoffs. But he's got a good offensive mind. He's a good quarterback coach. By the way, Buckeyes seemingly now let their quarterback coach go, who also is the son-in-law of Urban Meyer. Hmm. How do you get that job? So we're going to talk more Ohio State football at the bottom of the hour and then in the 6 o'clock hour as well. I'm going to be joined by a good friend of mine from Columbus. We started out together about 20 years ago doing tailgate parties on Lane Avenue. He has since gone on to do great things at NBC4 in Columbus, and their very own Jared Smalley will join us uh, in about 20 minutes or so. We'll get to the bottom of this see exactly what's going on down in Columbus, but we've got more to get to today too. We've got president of the Canton Parks Commission, J.R. Rinaldi. He's going to join us to explain that email he sent me the other day. 
I couldn't make heads or tails of it. Sends me an email that's like a rendering of an artist's uh, drawing. Do you ever get those like blueprints, Brian? Yeah. You can't make heads or tails. What is this thing? Like, what are you building? What are you doing? They've got all kinds of great things coming up. So we'll talk to JR and see what's going on and get ready for springtime. Days are getting longer, even though this is the worst. It's the weather event of the decade. It's not that bad, folks. Going to talk some Cavaliers basketball, too. Tim Alcorn, your voice, your your French-speaking voice of the Cleveland Cavaliers will join us in the 5 o'clock hour. Bonjourno. <laughs> you didn't really think he was going to come back and forget how to speak English, did you? Look out, pal! Thank you. Going to sprinkle the infield. We're going to get you some born to run. My goodness, we got a busy one today. Let's get our first break in right now. If we have time, we'll take some phone calls. 330-450-1480. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the snow-filled edition of the Friday version of the Kenny and JT Show. The Roadman and JT on 1480 WHB. 